2: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. A wee bit earlier this week, that's all my fault because I have a work commitments, so it's coming to you late on a Monday night instead of a Tuesday, but uh, at, least you're still getting, at least you're still getting one. So this week, Michael Biel departs, Stephen Davis is in charge for now and a trip to Cyprus all in the space of five days. The life of being a Rangers fan. I am Scott Carney and I'm joined by Ali Pearson. It seems to always be you just now as well, Ali. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm... Getting my appearances in Carny before going
0: holding Sunday. Oh, that's I'm true. Not, I forgot about that. No, yeah. a pod. so. Yeah, yeah. No, good to be here again and and talk more Rangers. So I need a holiday, to be honest, Carny, because Rangers have. hi, um,
2: it's not great, is it? No. Well, we'll we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll see. And Ryan here how are you, mate? I'm okay. Ali like Pearson on holiday again, eh? Um, maybe there <laughs> should got be another cheek. sack of, You've got a cheek <laughs> uh, <laughs> Disgusting uh, you know, You've got to commit yourself to this podcast Arthur. Um I'm a bit disappointed in you and, uh, Like I said there, uh, I don't know if he's heard that I think there should maybe be another sack in getting considered here <laughs> uh,
2: uh, I, I, I can't I, I don't even know the next time that I'm not on a pod I suppose it would have been tomorrow night But it just makes more sense for us to do it tonight um, But I can't actually think The next time that I'm not actually on one Um, anyway that does not matter Uh, so yes tonight obviously there's talking points are plenty and we we all know what they are Uh, but before we do get into that just a shameless plug to support the podcast to reach the next level you can join the youtube channel for as little as 99p a month you can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com all the links are in the description for this podcast if you can like and subscribe that would be great we're now going for whatever target you want to go for because we've we've reached five thousand subscribers on youtube which is mental i think we're at a, a very, very close to one and a half million views overall, as well on YouTube. which again, it's just absolutely crazy. So, from all of us here at the podcast, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for the incredible support. Uh, it's still crazy to me that there's so many people that want to continue to come back and support us. So, thank you very, very much for that. Um, it's uh, it's good. It's one good thing that's came out of this week, Bill. I suppose you could say two, maybe. Um, that's if depends what way you're looking at things. But locations, uh, yeah.
1: Carly. Yeah. It's the locations of people that blow my mind See when you see the comments of people saying I'm watching in Singapore or Thailand or whatever, it blows my mind Folk are sitting in other countries watching us Why are they doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I know,
2: I know it is, it's one of those things and it's just amazing, even at the weekend there I was sitting with um, Stuart and the Viceroy having a couple of beers before the game and uh, um, Stuart stays in Dundee and he was just talking about the pod and the way that we are and the way we do things and how much he appreciates what we do and how we do it and uh, yeah, it's all very humbling, it really is, it's it's brilliant, it really is brilliant but I over 5,000 subscribers, I generally thought it would be the end of the season and we're we're, we're not even there yet, we're not even anywhere near it yet so yes, uh, right, we'll get into things now. Um, we'll start with a with more reaction, I suppose, to Michael Buell's departure that was announced on Sunday night. Ryan, obviously this is the first time you've come on since um the the announcement was made. There was no choice really for the board. I had to be done.
1: Oh god. Oh god, I it had to be done, yeah. Um I well overdue as well, in my opinion. Um I think I was one of the first, obviously, I can't remember. After the old firm game we were outside the Viceroy and I said, He's got to go tonight for me. I know you can't just pull the gun and it's reactive, but I just didn't see any way back for him then, Carney. Um, I was worried that we would um, let the league slip away and and then we'd do it, and it looks as if the board have done that. So it's, it's been well overdue for me. I didn't see any signs that it was, he was going to get it turned round. I didn't see any signs, and I want to emphasise that, any signs at all that he was going to turn this round. Um, Michael Biel's been well out of his depth. Um, that was my fears when I originally got the job. Rangers had to relieve him his duties. We, are going, we were going nowhere under him. Question marks still remain over his these um, incomings in the transfer window. We spoke about how he would be judged on these big signings and he's been judged on them so far, mate, because they've not shown up either. They've let him down. Um, but current players have also let him down as well, mate. So, yes, the, there was no other decision but to relieve him of his duties. His uh, record was abysmal and we were going nowhere.
2: Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that really. And we will get into a wee bit in a slightly more detail. Um Ali obviously we've had that we could we did the uh kind of breaking not a breaking news pod. It wasn't breaking news, we did a reaction pod, I suppose, to the news, the breaking news um of Bill's departure last night. Um what we didn't really get really get in time to speak about, which I was going to speak about tonight, was just how Ibrox has been over the past Welsh and concealed farm, really. Um, it's not been a very nice place to be, uh, and it was becoming a bit of a chore. The amount of times we were saying to each other, "Like, I don't really want to go here." Even the Wednesday night game, um, the Livingston game, me and you both said it to each other, "Like, why? What is wrong with us two? Why do we? Why do we continuously have to go to these games?" Which is true, but on. Um, Saturday mate, is probably the most toxic toxic atmosphere I've heard at Ibrooks probably my entire life. Generally, I mean that. And I include Pedro and whatever else that we've been through through that. This was it was building and building and building, mate, and it got to a point where it wasn't going to be sustainable anymore. But have you heard Ibrooks as bad as it was on um on on Saturday? And have you seen a reaction from the fans like that when Aberdeen went to nil and the place pretty much emptied, mate?
0: No. It's Going to iBooks this season. Like you say, Carney has been a chore. It's um it's the one it's the one thing in life we enjoy doing is, is our football every weekend. Saturday, three o'clock, if we can. We yeah. all enjoy it. Um, not just as Rangers supporters, anyone that supports a football club, that's what you enjoy doing, supporting your club. Um, and I always get a buzz going to iBooks. I still get a buzz, but the last few games, Carney, it, it was a chore. It was in you, especially the weather the way it is getting now. You, you the one on Wednesday night, Carney. You said that you looked and you thought. <laughs> you do want to go. It's on a telly as well. You, but um where the mugs are going, can't they were there all the time. But that's that's supporting your team and Saturday as well. I honestly thought that was a game where we might slip up because if you if you look at this but start of the season, can it's it? The fixers have been kind to us. We've not been away to your Patodres, Easter Roads, Tidecastles Castles yet. Aberdeen was the first kind of test, if you want to say, outside Celtic, coming to Ibrox and they dealt with us convincingly. Easily, I thought, um, school does at times, which should not be happening at Ibrox, against an average Aberdeen team, if you want to be honest, but in terms of the the atmosphere at Ibrox, yeah. To be honest, I'd see it 2-0, even the guys went about me, Well, look, looked each other and kind of went, we've been waiting on it, it wasn't a shock. Um, and yeah, there was a bit of me sitting there at Ibrox, and this isn't a staunch, so maybe get done for us, but I was sitting there hoping, not hoping, but I was thinking, if Aberdeen do put two, three past us, it's going to help us in the long, run, the long run because the board will have to act. If we'd maybe got a point there at the weekend, he might have limped on again. But for me, I was sitting there thinking that. And maybe that's not, if you want to say staunch or something, but I was thinking of the long term for Rangers and he, he had to leave at Ibrox Carney. I remember coming to Newcastle game pre-season and I text you going, I'm worried. That was Newcastle mm-hmm. pre-season. I couldn't see it. And it filtered into when we went to Hoffenheim again and then the beginning of the season. So it's not been great. And he had to go. He just had
2: to go. I think you saying that, mate, I, I, I can I can completely understand your point of view and, and the way that you were feeling. And I think that pretty much highlights, the, I would say, the majority of the fans that are going, not just going to Ibrox, I don't mean it like that, but watching Rangers because... It was one bad moment away from this. Since the old Firm game, we've all been waiting for something bad to happen. Uh, it was inevitable that it was going to happen. Did it happen quicker than I thought it was going to? Yeah, I did. I thought Rangers would have muddled through on Saturday, I'm not going to lie. I thought we'll probably just stumble acro- across the line here. Uh, but obviously, it was a, it was a it was a terrible game of football. The players and tactics, everything, the style of football, all of it was just absolutely horrible to watch, really, really horrible to watch. But I, I say, I don't think you're, you're being on there, mate, because it was kind of like we all wanted to put out our misery, mate, I think. We'd all got we'd all got to the point where we'd seen enough of it and there, there was no improvement. There was nothing changing. And as nice a guy, Michael B. Liz, ryan mentioned it he was completely out of his depth and he's been caught out it has been caught out because um saturday was just so far off it but i can i completely can i can completely get that mate um ryan as i say saturday have you have you experienced an atmosphere like that have you experienced a uh such a kind of reaction by the fans like that where they kind of made their point by the, the they're booing their jeers, whatever way you want to look at it, their expressions. I say I've always said that I don't, um, I don't boo. Ali said that he was pretty calm when it went to nil. I was not calm when it went to nil. I went pretty apoplectic when it went to nil, but I realised that it was the end, I suppose. And the players had pretty much thrown in the towel for Bill. Um, at that point, um, there was nothing really left of the Rangers team. But have you experienced an atmosphere like that and your whole time going to Highbrook's?
1: No, not as toxic as that. I think you know, we've all been to some horrendous games where Rangers, um, especially through the banter years, and even the lower divisions with been some shocking results and they got up, they got booed, the team get booed at times, which I always say, if that, that's your program if you want to do that. I've no issue with it. I agree, I um, agree. They've, been, they've been booed at times. and I was at the, the Hammon when they came to Ibrooks and just totally tore us apart, one five one 5-1 that day, and... I'll be honest, boys. I'm, I left at I left at 3-1 um that day. And I just um I've never experienced anything like what happened that uh, on Saturday. The atmosphere was talking, You could feel the tension in there as well. I think you could feel people were were ready to go. If Aberdeen, if Aberdeen scored another goal, they were ready to go. And as soon as it went 2-0, Ill, I'll put my hands up, boys. I left the stadium. I said to them, Oh boy, that's I'm I'm ready to leave. Um <clears throat> My dad was the same. He just wanted to go because that's off to Emden. It was sit during that. And I, I find Ibrooks, it can be the best place in the world to be, or the worst, the last place on earth I want to be. When it's like that, I don't want to be anywhere near it because, like last night, I was kind of watching the news and I was getting emotional, mate. I get Rangers are in my heart, the same as with everyone, but I get emotional with Rangers. And, and when Rangers are like that, I hate seeing the fans again like that. I hate seeing people get upset. And it's just, it destroys me. So I'd rather just leave the stadium and get away from the place. And that's what I did on Saturday. Um, the atmosphere was horrendous. But one thing I will say is I've never known the fans to be so unified. Yeah. I mean, I remember when like, people wanted Le Guin away and I was I was going home and away then. And I was, at, I was at Fur Park that day and people were fighting in the stand because people were backing Barry Ferguson and other fans were backing Le Guin support has been I don't know anyone who did not want Michael Beale relieved his duties. Some people in a nasty way, some things have been said that shouldn't have been said and blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. We all want Rangers to win. And yeah, Saturday was extremely toxic making it's an atmosphere I never want to see again.
2: Agreed. I Agreed. I'd never want to experience it again either. It's it's, a, it's horrible. As I say, it's, it's just not a, I don't know, a nice place to be. But ultimately, it's the frustration of it all. Um, and Ali, I think no more so than the the style of football or the lack of that we were seeing under W. There was no improvement, mate. There was nothing. There was nothing you could. You, nothing you could put your hat on to say. Right, okay, Rangers are trying this. They're trying that. It's this turgid football, mate. The side to side stuff that we've seen a million times before that doesn't work, and ultimately, he, the signings as well that he's made on paper right now, mate. None, of not on paper, on or and and what we've seen so far with our own eyes, none of them have worked. Apart from Butland, you can take Butland out the equation. because right, I think he's quality, and I don't think he'll be Ibrox for long. But I, I think he's great. But the rest of them just haven't worked. They really haven't worked, and. Bill signed these players. I know the players aren't great, right? I do get that. And I know they deserve criticism, but Bill signed them. That's the thing. And he signed players that you can't get the best, you couldn't get the best out of. Ultimately, he's lived and died by his own signings.
0: Yeah, he's fallen the sword, Karen. He's There is no Ross Wilson there to pass the buck to, if you want to say, in terms of who these players are coming in the door. He said to us pre-season, he went and got these players. He, said, he even said to us pre-season that, there's one or two guys Rangers fans should be excited about in terms of coming to Highbrook's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he's in... Uh, he talked too much for me, Bill. He tell, he'd said too much, and he's he he, he he's given us ammo. He's given the press ammo. He's given a lot of people ammo um, in terms of... He, he said he sat in front of these guys, looked in their eyes, and asked, could could they play for Rangers? Um, Rangers are an intimidating place to play, especially when it, the, the, the crowd can turn like that, can players can go on the shell, but these players that he signed, so far, I mean, we're only just into October now, so far, apart from Jack Butler, none of them have impressed me at all. Um I mean, Dessers, Carney, I don't know if you've gone to, I, I couldn't remember a player getting booed off of brooks um, I've never heard that. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, it just showed how toxic Saturday was, but they've not worked at all. And he signed these players, Carney. And the worrying thing going forward is, yeah, we bring a new manager in, but this new manager stuck with these players. These yeah. guys are on three, four-year contracts. You can't just get rid of them. So he needs to get a tune out of these guys. So it'll be interesting going forward, because stuff will come out in the wash in terms of the, the players and the manager, but they just look a disconnect between the players, which is weird because he came out and says he's, he'd went and got guys that may be falling away their career your llamas your dessers and he put an arm around them but it just looked a disconnect for the players to the, the the management staff carney so yeah he's he's died on his sword, michael build unfortunately for him
2: yeah uh, and I, I think he's the style of manager that he is as well i feel like i, I don't I, I can't see him going into a dressing room and Giving people the hair yeah. draft treatment. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I've never seen them do Even it his and,
0: backroom staff, Carney, did, did his backroom well, I, staff fill you with
2: or? No, see, when they, 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 obviously, it was announced that they were all released along with them. I don't know where any of them are. I, don't, I couldn't even, I couldn't point them out in a crowd. Do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, like, there was no way that I could have. I, he didn't know anything really about the guys at all. Um, and I just, I, I, none of them installed in great faith, I suppose, and that was turned out to be true. And, um, and I'm not being a hypocrite here, I'm not, and I always say it, you can go back and watch me announce Beal, even with a link to Bill, I was all for it, I couldn't wait for it, I thought it was going to be a good appointment, I thought it was going to work, but I'm allowed to change my opinion, and yeah, I, I was wrong, I was wrong, um, it, it didn't work, it was, a, it was a disaster really from start to finish. Ryan as well, what you have to remember, um, okay, this is a new season, last season, Michael Beal's not won a big game, he hasn't. Betis is maybe the only one you could maybe give pass marks to but it's not really a massive game as such. But He's ultimately failed in every big game that he had and Ali's spot on. We haven't, we've not been away at Easter Road yet. We've not been away to Time Castle. Aberdeen come to Ibrox and conventionally beat his 3-1. There was, there's not really a case for Michael Beale to stay on as Rangers manager and if you're being honest and looking at the, his reaction at full time on Saturday during the press conference, he knew his time was up.
1: Yeah, I think he's been told. I think he's been told he's one result away from it. Um from serious discussions happening and he's probably been unofficially told if we if it was Aberdeen or St. Murren, then we're going to have to consider your position. I think you could tell by the way he spoke. Um no, he didn't win any big games for me. Um but a good result. a group stage Europa League game. Is it a big game? No, the big one was against PSV, mate, for me. Uh, he didn't win any big games. Um <clears throat> I said to I said to Ali, and it was about an early shout, and I remember saying to him in the Edmondson house when we were watching the, the Comanley game when he lost that the game, I said, I'd, I'd attack <laughs> him just now. And I could see Ali looking at me as first game of the season. I'm thinking, yeah, because that is filling me with fear that we have, not because we lost the game, but to start the season the way we did, with, with no tempo, everybody looking well off it-, it, it gave me the fear. I thought, where do you go fear if that's how you start your season? If there was a bit of style was shown or something different that you could say, do you know what? Yes, we lost today, but you can see what Bill's trying to do all preseason, we were all saying it. And you were kinda of, uh, uh, for me, because I'm the negative one all the time and I know I'm and my face is like <laughs> my face is like thunder all the time. I won't apologise for it. It'll be like thunder until Rangers lift trophies, you know my boys. Yeah, yeah. But we were, I was scared to say it at times I was scared to go like that, you know, I can see nothing because you could see people saying I'll oh, get behind the team and do this and do that you know, we should have just stepped our guns and went yeah, we look absolutely dreadful because we did, there was nothing to suggest that he'd he'd implemented any sort of style or gave us any sort of hope and the, the thing that made it worse, Carney, is if you remember when Joey Barton came here and he gave it plenty about how he was going to run Glasgow and how he was going to put Celtic to the sword Beal did the exact same. He came in and he said it's going to be handbrake off stuff, attacking football, a style and a brand that the, the fans are going to love. Why did you say that? Why you've not only given them ammunition, but you've gave us ammunition if we don't get that? And he just he got off in the wrong foot straight away. And yeah, for me, he didn't win any big games, and I will not look. I will not look uh, gracefully at his period as Rangers manager. Put it that way.
2: No, it won't be remembered fondly at all um, which is a shame because I, I, I 100% believe that Bill loves the club <coughs> I've got no doubt that he loves the club it was a dream job for him but uh, a job that he couldn't manage uh, a team that he couldn't manage uh, and the pressure of it I think so ultimately got to him I do think I do agree he came in at the start a bit too all guns blazing for me uh, and all he did was probably in hindsight create a bit of a a hook for his own back if you look at it that way um, because well if he'd have backed it up maybe not and you were seeing something you'd be like fair enough um, but we didn't see any of it we really didn't see any of it and ultimately it's led to his his departure from Rangers
1: Hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. coincidence? I think not everybody's loving having fun with it Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life
2: no purchase necessary btw avoid void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
0: with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: wish him nothing but the best. I think his Instagram post was was fair enough, but even when I read his, his Instagram post, it was, it, I just, reading it, I was going, he knew it was happening. He knew he was getting sacked. It was, it was inevitable. Um, it was kind words from him, it was, and I'm, I'm sure he will always look out for Rangers, and I'm sure he'll be back one day Um, as a fan, and uh, it'll be seen again, and people will always respect him as a man, I think, and maybe... For how how kind a of man he is, but his Rangers his Rangers managerial career um, was a disaster. It really was a disaster. So we'll move on to Stephen Davis. Was announced in the same um, the same um, statement from the the club that Stephen Davis is becoming um, interim manager with Alex Ray and Stephen Smith alongside him. Uh, he gave his first interview to Rangers TV earlier on today. He said winning is what matters. He added, the call was a shock, but he wasn't expecting it as he wasn't expecting it to happen, but it's an opportunity he couldn't be, he couldn't turn down. He is very honoured. He's looking to repay the trust the club has shown in him. At this moment in time, he wants to install a bit of pride back in t- terms of how Rangers play. He spoke very highly of the group of players, and he said he's seen the application and knows they are good players. He emphasised that it will be a joint effort uh, from all the management team um, that have been put in place. He knows what the team are capable of and he wants to set the, set the team up in a way to help them flourish. He has respect for the players as well as belief in them and doesn't see the transition to manager being a problem. He says, we will be per- well prepared for Thursday and hopefully the team and fans can push each other on. Ali, your thoughts on this, mate? Um, obviously, it's his first kind of... He's first, which his first public statement as a, a Rangers interim manager. Anyway, what's your thoughts from behind what you've heard from Steve Davis so far? I think, and for for what it's worth, what I think is the what the board have done here is, it's probably quite a good move because I don't believe anybody, I don't know any Rangers fan that doesn't like Steve Davis, and. The pressure is off him to an extent. We're not expecting miracles to come from him. Um but for a guy to come in and install the standards, the values of this club back, I can't think of any better.
0: Yeah, he's I mean, how many caps has he got for Northern Ireland and what he's done for Rangers? I think he's as surprised as us that he's got the job. He said that today. He was <laughs> very surprised when he when he took the phone call to to be the intern Rangers manager. But He's got respect, Carney. He's a guy that's been there, he's done it. He's won trophies. He's won trophies with Rangers. Um, yeah, I think he's in, he's in to steady of the ship, Carney. Guide us over these next two games, at least. Limassol, I think, will take care of itself out there. The big one for me, St Myrn, away on Sunday. That's a must three points. We can't, we can't drop anything now. So, yeah, he needs to install a bit of belief into these players as well, Carney, And he needs to get in amongst these new players and tell them what it's about, because I don't think these players do know what it's about, some of these new players that have come in. Um, but yeah, will really he get the new, the new manager bounce? I know he's not the new manager, but you, you see it quite a lot of times when somebody comes in, the team all of a sudden kick into gear. I hope they do. They need to kick into gear, can because they? they haven't kicked into gear all bloody season. So, um, yeah, Steve Davis got in there. He knows the players, he's played with them. I just hope he's fit and he's got his boots for Thursday night. Well, us you know, play Thursday night because <laughs> <No, laughs> we're running yeah. out of
2: players. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would have been would have been good if you could have come in and played me. That's for sure. Ryan, your thoughts? on this? I don't think anybody's seen it coming. To be honest, I, I don't. I can't say I'm hundred percent against it because I don't think I am. But it's because of probably how much I regard that I hold Steve Davison. Um, he's the he's the ultimate professional for me. Um, whether he's Ali's right. It's it's hard to it's hard when you're you're seeing a guy um, like Steve Davis come into this because this isn't going to be his job. I don't believe for a second that the board have any long term plans for Steve Davis to take the club forward. Um, but he is here to steady the ship, and if anything, mate, he knows the squad inside out. He knows the place inside out. I can see the logic in it. Yeah, I definitely can see the logic in it. It does
1: i'll be honest i kind of forgot about stephen davis if, if i'm being honest with you lads um he's a legend of the club i said this on the podcast before love the guy professional knows the club as like me and you he bleeds blue and i think that's exactly what you need at that you need somebody to steady the ship um because we are screaming out for somebody to do that we need we need to get a bit of consistency going we need need these two results and i think i think stephen davis will be in for the limousol game and the same game and I fully expect the, the board to appoint someone for the Hibs game. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it just now. Yeah, I might be wrong, but that's the way I'm looking at it just now. So I think he's in steady ship and Ali's right. I'd like to think Stephen Davies and, and Alec Ray as well will, will be going round about the, the kind of new players and having chats with them and saying, listen, this isn't what it's like all the time here. Remember why you came here. Remember why you signed. It didn't work out for the previous manager. Do you think you could do better? Let's see it then. Reset, reset now, you're on You're on a clean slate now, never mind what the fans are saying, because they need to, they do, they need to block mm-hmm. out this atmosphere. Whether it we're right or wrong to boo them or shout them or whatever, it doesn't matter. They need to be professional Have to block that out and get the job done. They are paid professionals. Um, so I have no sympathy for any of them, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I think that's his job just now over the next three, four weeks, is to just steady the ship, have a conversation with the, the new players, and prepare a handover for the manager that does the management team that does come in um, an honest handover as well because the difficult thing for Stephen Davis is he has a lot of friends in that dressing room yeah. and does he does he have honest conversations with the new manager that comes in or have honest an honest um, input in the handover that he gives the new manager or does he just stay to the ship and walk away um, I don't know but um, yeah that's his job from now until the new management team comes in but I, I fully expect ending the month I reckon there'll be a new manager in
2: yeah, I've I, I'm along the same lines, mate. I fully expect the board to have already made approaches. Um, yeah, I know they said it in the statement that they consented, they want in the statement, but the, I I do believe that the 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 will already be in motion because if not, it's they're not doing it's not due diligence really, for them to have not at least created a short list of people considering how their seasons went. Um, it should have already been in process. Um, and I, I heard a point. I think it was on heart and hand. I can't remember when it was, but it, with Ben Bennett. And any other any of any of his other any of his other jobs that he had, any other business that he had, not have something like this in place in terms of a list of people that could come in if should something go wrong. Um. So I, I don't expect it to have happened. Now I expect Rangers to be already in motion and speaking to the candidates that they want to speak to or who they've identified as they want it to be. In terms of the future, Ryan, I'll come back to you. Me and Ali briefly spoke about it um, last night. I will come to you as well, Ali. Um. Are you in agreement with what me and Ali were saying that the it needs to be a, an experienced head. We can't have any more experimental managers or ex, um, developing managers, I feel like. It's going to need to be someone that is going to be really have to make brave calls as well.
1: Yeah, they, they need to get this right. I mean, I feel as if I'm repeat myself from a year ago, there can be no gambles. Every, I, I understand every managerial appointment or transfer is a gamble to, to some point. They need to... Appoint someone with a track record. Currently, they need to spend money on this. If the person is already attached to another club, it needs to be somebody who's a winner. And for me, it needs to be somebody who knows the Scottish game as well. I do believe that. I think it needs to be somebody. I don't think we can we can take a gamble with a manager down south or or somebody can of a bit more left wing. I don't think we can do it, mate. I think we need to very much like when we appointed Alec McLeish, and I remember when Alan McLeish was appointed the manager, I was like, what are we doing? What? Are, mm-hmm. Why are we pointing Alan McLeish? He's the manager of a Scottish team. We're Glasgow Rangers. And I had that snobby head on when I was younger. And I look back now and I think, you know, Alan McLeish is a fantastic manager for Rangers. Brought mm-hmm. trophies home. And I think I think that's for me. That's what we need to be looking at. And um, we can't a gamble again. A Pedro Cashina or a Michael Beale should have been once, maybe twice in your lifetime, can't they? We've had it twice in a decade. We've got incompetent managers who, I'll be honest, didn't deserve to be appointed to the manager of Glasgow Rangers. They didn't have a track record. They said, you know what, you deserve this job. And that's what it's got to be this time. When we appoint a manager, I want to I appoint a manager who I look at and go, what's he done? What Where's he won trophies? Where's the big games he's won? Where's the players he's worked with? Right, I understand why we've appointed them now. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But that's what we need to be looking at, can There can be no... The time, the time for this messing about is long gone now. They've, they've, they've failed us the board, in their appointments. This cat This this one cannot be a failure.
2: Yeah, Ali. The board can't afford it to be a failure. They. They. Uh, I know we've said this a million times. Honestly, you could repeat yourself over and over. But the 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 board have to get this one correct now because we won't put up with another failed manager. Um, the board won't survive it. As far as I'm concerned, it will be cause of. The way it was for Robertson and Wilson I suppose it will be, um, be calls for them to, to go um, but they have to get it right but even in terms of, as I mean about being but the, the new manager that comes in is going to need to be brave, we all know the old guard mate, we all know the old guard without breaking it all down. Um, and the players, everybody knows who we're speaking about. But there is there's plenty of them players mate, that are past their best, and there's plenty of them players that are failing to reach levels that are probably acceptable within a uh, within a game for Rangers. <clears throat> I know, obviously, it's going to be limited due to who we have in the squad and who's available. But even at that, there's there's people chomping at the bit in terms of not youth players and such like, but there's French players that they're really. It's a fresh slate for them as well and it should be in my opinion it should be a fresh slate for everyone within the team it's time for jobs for the boys to stop and it's time for the players that deserve to play to play
0: yeah well when Bill come in he's worked with some of these players before um i want i want somebody be, i i agree with i it's got to be it's got to be somebody i want a winner which is easier said than done because you, these guys might be attached to clubs. They might cost money. We've obviously had to pay Michael Beal and his backroom stuff off. What money we've got, I don't know. But um, I, I want fresh eyes looking at this team, Carney. Um, I don't want any... I want somebody from the outside coming in and I want him to have a look at the squad with his own eyes and then make his decision what he thinks is for Rangers going forward. And I, I, I agree. It's a fresh slate for every single player at that club. Even guys that have been written off, old dessers i have written off by pretty much every interest fan. Guys like him, um, they
2: need a chance. It, well, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, there's others. I will say yes. dessers mate. I'm like, I, I, I can't see it. I, 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 I'd be. Sh- yeah, I've been, I've been case with no, I know. We're it's it's nice. We were saying this about Robbie Matondo last year. That's <laughs> true, mate. That's true.
0: It's I'm, true. I'm just using Dessers as, as an example. All of them have got a, a clean sheet. I'm just using it. he's he's on it's been the most written off, if you want to say so far. Um, so he needs a chance under a new manager. We, we put four million pounds on him, we can't just yeah. cast him aside. Four year contract, whatever it is. So, um, I still don't rate him, Carney. I mean, I do not rate him, I've not seen it yet, but yeah. um. You never know, you never know, as Ryan did say, Ravi Matondo, mm-hmm. 2.0. That's true. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting who who comes in. And, like you say, he's not going to have much... To, he's got the players to work with, Carney, January window. We have spent money in the summer there. I know we released players in terms of we got transfers in, so we kind of balanced the books the ins and outs. So it'll be interesting what he thinks. Going forward in terms of this Rangers team, but I'll be honest, Carney, a, a guy's not just going to come and wave a magic wand for Rangers. No, it, no, it no. might, it might, it might take us eighteen months or so to to get back in an even keel. And I, I want success tomorrow. As being a Rangers fan, but being realistic going forward, we might have to, we might have to just wait. But see if I can see something, a manager, Carney, then I'll stick with him. Similar to when Gerard came in, you could see, you could see something building. The fans will stick with him. Michael Beal, unfortunately, the fans couldn't see it and so yeah, it's it's, it's exciting times a new manager come in, Carney. But um yeah. I want I want to see something fresh. Something
2: fresh and um, something I can buy in as a fan. Yeah, I, I'm ashamed. I just want them to play players where they're meant to play, play them into positions that their natural position is and to try and get the best out of what they what you have. I, don't, I generally don't believe that every single player that Michael B was signed is a complete dud there must be some something in some of these players there has to be you, you, some of them have did quite good some of them have got to quite a decent level um, previously so there must be something in there it's up to the new manager that comes in to try and get the best out of the squad that he has because I see a lot of them are going to be here for a while until we move them off I reckon we'll make a loss on quite a lot of the players as well that's another thing that the board are going to need to factor in but that's all the stuff that fans don't really care about in situations like this I don't really care because it's all about winning games of football and right now we're not. So, yeah, the job in hand is a tough gig. It really is. It's going to be a, a tough gig but I, I do still think with certain tweaks, certain adjustments, brave decisions in terms of who we're going to play and who we're going to not stick with, then that's that's going to be the, a key and it'll give us something to hold on to. Um, but who knows what's going to happen the rest of the season and who knows who the next manager's going to be. Um, but it's all... It's so all a, a bit of an up, uh, an uphill battle now, um, really, for the rest of the season. Um, but as I say, I still think it's an attack to offer. Um, we are one of the biggest clubs in the world, no matter what way you want to look at it. We are still in Europe. We are seven points behind the league. I get that, but we're still in two cups, so there is still something there to go on. There's still something that, if a manager believes in what he's seen so far or what he sees in players, then you never know what could make what could happen. But I agree, that it could be a it could be a long road to recovery. It really could be a long road road to recovery. Um, we'll finish up with just a quick um, look ahead to the next game. Obviously, Rangers travel to RS Limassol on Thursday night in the second game of the U- UEFA Europa League group stages. Limassol are currently fifth in their Cypriot First Division with three wins, two draws, one defeat. It looks like quite a tightly contested league, though I think there's only three points separating first and sixth. So there's quite a few teams that have started pretty decent or they're all similar levels anyway. They lost three two away at Sparta Prague in the first group stage match. Ryan, this is a really difficult one to predict. <laughs> like a very difficult one to predict because we don't we don't know. We don't know what Steve Davis is going to do. Um what do you think Steve Davis will do? Do you think he's going to continue with what Beal was trying to push forward? I mean I know he says he's been in and in and about the club and I know I'm asking you to look into a crystal ball, mate. I do understand that. I do appreciate that. But or do you think we'll see more of a four-three-three, or a more something that he's played, he's done, something that he understands, something that the majority of the players are going to understand and almost simplify what Bill was trying to do in order just to try and get something out the players?
1: Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll go down the simplified route and try not to complicate it too much. Um, I think personnel will determine it as well, mate, because we don't have a lot of players fit don't have, at the moment. No, we don't um, have a big squad, no. We're don't. looking at that bench on Saturday. Uh, yeah, we don't have a lot of options to change things about. So, yeah, I think you could probably predict if the team on Thursday. But what I do think is, you say, is, is it too hard to predict in terms of the score? I wouldn't be overly surprised if Rangers go out and win on Thursday. You see it so many times when a manager leaves his position and a team in a team-looking turmoil. They go out and win the next game. And then you think that poor manager sitting in that house and just lost his job. I wouldn't be surprised if Rangers sticking in a performance on Thursday, mate. And whether that's a reflection on the coaching staff or the players' attitudes or whatever, but yeah, it just um, it will not surprise me if you go and get a performance on Thursday. But I think be, I think, I think Stephen Davies isn't going to come in and and start trying to mess about with tactics and no. play a four four two or any surprises, mate. I think he'll stick with the players that you've seen, and I don't think you'll we'll see many changes um, to the system on Thursday.
2: Yeah, Ali, I suppose there isn't many changes you can make in terms of the squad because of how big the injury list is just now. But in a way, the appointment of Davis has probably lifted pressure on the players as well because there's not much pressure on Steve Davis. I know it's easy for me to say that. Stephen Davis has probably going, my goodness, what <laughs> what have I been landed with here? But you know where I'm coming from because we're not expecting much. I'm probably the same, along the same lines of Ryan. Um, maybe it's Hope more than anything else, but I believe that we'll probably be all right on Thursday. I'd manage. I'd, I'd imagine that we'll manage to put together a decent enough squad to to get a result on Thursday.
0: Yeah, th- Thursday for some reason doesn't overly bother me in terms of Rangers going out there because, and the same, I wouldn't be shocked if Rangers got a result. It's Sunday away at St. Mirren is the one for me because St. Mirren are going well in the league. if We can't drop any points in this league. can if we drop any more points. Potentially, you could see the league's pretty much gone by October. So, um, can't drop any more points. Interesting what the team will play tomorrow night because Ryan Jack's injured again. Um, Yilmaz, obviously, I know he wasn't in a European squad. He's injured as well, obviously, with St. Mirren as well. So, slump picks. And as Ryan says, he looked at that bench and, and sat there. Not much on it. A junk just full of
2: young boys. Um, yeah can he it's can tonight. he bring right can he bring rice in yeah yeah i'd imagine it'll be rice then wouldn't i'd imagine that's probably yeah. what he'll do uh, the, the the team as I say will probably be butlin tavernier goldson davies barisic rice lundstrom sefuentes um lamers dessers and seema seema yeah seema so i couldn't remember who the last that's, one was yes yeah, that's, 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 that's my that's my team my team, yeah, well, I think that's all he can do. Really, let's be honest. I don't think there's much he can do. right?
1: Yeah, I think that. I would, that's what I'm saying. I think the team pretty much picks itself, boys. Same as it was on Saturday. I think our, I think our teams are all the same uh, on Saturday when we picked a pod, uh, on the pod last week. See, Bailey Rice, boys, for me now, it's the perfect opportunity to bring them in. Not before when the pressure was on, because just now I don't think the pressure's on the players at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think there's this kind of, we've just hit this low and... Maybe when the new manager comes in, I would I think just now is the perfect time just to play Bailey Rice and just say just go and enjoy your football, go enjoy your football, take advice for the the senior players, um, or not, and um, and just enjoy yourself <laughs> because he's nothing to lose. He, he, he needs to, he, he's obviously a, a huge talent, and um, at times I think we're struggling in the midfield, especially with, like Ryan Jack injured again. It just will look very weak in the midfield at the moment. And Cefentes, for me, had an absolute shocker on Saturday. Yeah. I do not want to dwell on that too much, but I thought he had an absolute shocker. So play the boy. If it's a game in Europe and he doesn't do well, that's all right. He'll play mm. well in the next game. Um, so I think it's a perfect opportunity and it might give us something to get excited about, mate
2: yes mate here's hoping here's hoping but yeah that's pretty much going to be the team I would imagine I can't see any drastic changes in that just purely based on um what he has to what he has to pick from so yeah um the the in, the intermission before the new era begins with Steve Davis taking over and taking us to Cyprus on Thursday night and I'm sure every single one of us um probably the majority of the people watching this anyway wish them nothing but the best there might be a few otherwise persuaded people that watch these podcasts from time to time that are probably thinking the opposite, but yes um, on to Thursday now, for tonight Arsda, thank you very much mate
0: No problem, yeah on to Thursday um, I look forward to it. I, the Europa League's a bit of a sideshow for me this year in terms of, uh, there's not, there's pressure in it, but there isn't pressure, so um, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Rangers got a result on Thursday night, yeah it'll be difficult out in Limassol, it'll be hot out there etc, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you got results. So, Yes, so down to Steve Davis and Alec Gray. When they go.
2: Oh, unbelievable. What do you do? Imagine telling yourself <laughs> this at the start of the season. This is where we would be, honestly. Um, Ryan, hope you feel a little bit better after that, mate. Thanks, mate.
1: Yeah, nice one. Um, hi, always good to talk to Rangers, as I say. As I say, I keep saying it, but it literally is. like I feel better now <laughs> than I did at the beginning of the pod. It's ridiculous. I hope the Rangers get a result on Thursday. wouldn't be surprised if they do. Wouldn't be surprised if we turned in some sort of performance as well, boys. Um, it happens a lot when managers get relieved of their duties. But yes, the man is away. Um, but we're on a long journey, a long journey back to where we want to be. And um, hopefully, Stephen Davis is just the start of it.
2: Yeah, this is the start of the road to recovery. That is absolutely sure. So, yeah, we will be back on Thursday after the game um, win, lose, or draw. We will be here. We'll bring you some form of reaction to Steve Davis first first game in charge is interim manager of Rangers so thank you for tuning in please do like subscribe all the usual stuff and we'll speak to you on Thursday we are club at 22 the Rangers podcast cheers everybody